progress. All right, let's do it. We're up to Daf. Chaf Zion Amid Beis. We're up to the Mishnah. It's actually a very, uh, very interesting. The, 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 today's Gemara has like many makiris of like very fascinating halachas that are much bigger than this sugya, but just good things to remember. The Mishnah says like this: Noidrin leharogin ulecharamin ulemuchsin shehitruma. What this means is you're allowed to make a false oath. Um, we're talking about the concept of making oaths that are oinsim out of your control. Now, generally, when you make an oath, when you make an oath, right? Let's say you say, uh, if you don't come to my house, you're us. I'm us to you, whatever it is. You plan on coming, and then an oinus happens. It's out of your control. Fine, you can't control it. Over here, we're talking about where you initially make an oath. You know that it's not a good oath, but you're doing it out of your control. What's the example? Noidrin laharogin laharomin ulamuchsin. See, I just want to translate it. Harogin are murderers. Haramin are plunderers, and Muhsin are tax collectors, meaning you have a guy who's going to kill you or plunder you or tax collect you. Uh, yeah, it's all the same. And, and, uh, and basically you want to make sure they don't take your property. So what you do is you make a nether that this property is truma, or this property is, we'll get to it, this property is hegdish. And the thing is, says the Mishnah, they won't take it if it's truma, Either for two reasons. First of all, either they're not, they won't eat truma. I mean, they'll kill you, but they won't eat truma. Right? Or, um, or another reason is they'll so they'll kill you, but they won't sell truma as chulin. So the market value for truma is much lower. So they're like, once you say it's truma, they're like, ah, eh, I'll steal someone else's food. So if it's for murder, or plunder, or tax collectors, you're allowed to lie to 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 avoid the taxation. Now the tax collector, the gemara, just to clarify, the gemara is going to ask. You have to pay taxes. So we'll get to that. So and also, why, why, isn't that one of the things one's allowed to lie for? Well, no, uh, no, actually it is. The, the example in Bamitzia of one of them is, is, uh, is, is about meals, right? It wasn't them about meals. And you could say is that you could say that it was a bad meal because so, there are poor people who want to just like take their food. You're allowed to lie if it's to avoid a large financial, um, financial issue. Mm-hmm. But uh, so this is that example. Apishena Truma. Even though it's not truma, you could say it's truma. Even though make an make an oath. By the way, the gemara is going to ask, "What do you mean I make an oath that it's truma?" So you could say, "I swear it's truma." But the gemara is going to say, "No, the more posh cases because that's a shavua. This is a nether. What's a nether? I make a nether. It's truma." So the gemara is going to explain the cases where I say this food is also to me if that's not truma. So it's your way of proving that that's truma by making a nether. Or shein shall be smelech, be shein be smelech, or you say it belongs to the king. Right, that, that's passion. They're not gonna. They're not stealing king's property. So you say this fruit that you want to take from me, uh, this land that you want to take from me, it's really the king's property. Okay, so now let's clarify. Let's talk about this type of net that you're allowed to make. So Beishami says, You're not allowed to make a shvua. We've seen this already in the past that shvuas are treated more stringently than nedarim because shvuas, as the pasuk says, lo Shvua is also usually involved in the name of Hashem. You're not allowed to make a shvua. So as Beishamai holds, you can make a neder to protect your property. You can make a shavuah to protect your property. That we're not allowing. Beishil, I'm not b'shavuah. Beishil says, no, shavuah is the same. You're allowed to, both are mutter. What is, what is the lesson of, of Beishamai, b'chol, as, as if there are other options besides a neder and a shavuah? Meaning b'chol in all of these scenarios, noijin, b'chol, all these ah, cases, ah, noijin, you're allowed to make a neder, v'loi b'shavuah, you're not allowed to make a shavuah. Beishil, I'm not b'shavuah. Another case, Beishamai also says, you can't offer to make it another. Meaning, if the guy comes to you and he's like, give me that food, and you're like, no. And you're like, and he's like, why not? And you say, it's truma. And he says, swear to me, it's truma. Then everyone agrees you could. 
The Ishamay says, but what you can't do is you can't initiate. I swear it's true, but like you can't start, you can't start it before he initiates. If the robber initiates and leads to the neder, then it's fine. Bishama says you're forced into it. Meaning you're not lichachila if the guy comes to you before he even tries to take it, before he tries and he starts to take it, and you're like, ah, it's, it's, I'll make a neder, it's it's true. You can't do. If you say it and he forces you into a neder, then you're allowed to make a neder. But you, you but Bishama says you're not allowed to initiate the neder. Bishama says no, you're allowed to initiate the neder. Can a dead man make truma? What do you mean? No. What, what do you mean? He, it sounds like he's making, if you kill me, there's two different no, 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 no. He's not saying if you kill me. He's saying this property is truma. Don't take it. Why are you taking it? It's truma anyway. Meaning a murderer wants to come and he wants to steal from him. Because murderers are capable of stealing and killing. And he says, I'm going to steal from you and I'll kill you. And he says, why are you stealing? This is truma. You don't want truma. Go to someone, go to my neighbor, go to someone else. And he's, he's making an oath that it's truma, even though it's not truma. That's the Bishamah said. Now, one more halacha of this. Here's the question. What if in your, in your zealousness to make a nether, you added to what the robber asked you to do? I'll, I'll tell you the case. The Mishnah is going to speak out the case. The case is, the robber's like, you're like, don't steal from me, this is truma. The robber's like, how do I know it's truma? Make a, swear to me. That it's truma. So you're like, okay, I'll swear. And then you ask the robber, what do you want me to say? So the robber says, say, if this is truma, if this is not truma, your wife's also to you. Meaning he gave you the terms of the nether. What if in, 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 a, in your haste to, to, to prove that it's truma, you said, I'll do one more. If it's not truma, my wife and my son are also to me. So you took the nether that he wanted you to say and you embellished on it. Now you obviously did it in order to to bolster your claim, but you didn't necessarily say what the robber wanted you to say. You went off script. So Beishamay says, It only works, we only cancel the nether for what the robber wanted you to say. If you went off script, so if you say, so the part that's off script is on you. And Beishil says, no. Basil says no. Even what well, you want to meaning since you did it just to initiate to bolster the claim, then then the whole thing is false. What do you mean that the robber wanted you to say? I mean, he's forcing you. To he's say forcing you to say to, to say a. You said a he's plus not b. The no, no. He actually wanted you to say that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Neither the Kate side. I mean, it's probably some Russian that they but use. Swear, swear to your wife. You know, yeah, yeah. He, he wants it to be true. No, no, no. So Ketzad, the Mishnah speaks out the case. Omar Loi, the robber says to him, if what you're saying is correct, that it's actually Truma, swear the following. Amar koinamishinanisli. Say your wife is also to you if that's not Truma. Meaning, put your put your wife's uh, property on the line. Va'omar, and he's like, I'll add you one more. Koinamishinanisli. Not only is my wife awesome to me, my kids are awesome to me, because he wanted to like show confidence of how. So Bishamay says, Ishtoy Muteris of Bishamay, and by the way, this works out yesterday's Shita. Bishamay holds that once another is partially full, the other part is partially still intact. So your wife is Takamuter because that part was under duress. The children part that you made, you didn't have to do that. That's a real nether. And Bishil says, No, since you only did it to bolster your claim, which you were allowed to do in the beginning, the whole thing falls apart. Okay. These robbers know Hilchus Truma, but they don't know this Mishnah that says that the guy Correct. They're, they're, they're oddly, they're specifically <laughs> learned. Yeah. Now, the Gemara's cash is like this. We said you're allowed to lie to avoid a robber taking your property, a plunderer taking your property. Understood. But the tax collector, you should pay your taxes. So why, why? 
It sounds like this tax collector is like a robber, is like a murderer. Why? You should pay your taxes. You have to pay your taxes halachically. I, it's a Goyesha company, Goyesha government, the Dina Machusadina. So Dina Machusadina, this is one of the Makaris, this is the first reference. The Sugya of Dina Machusadina really is in Baba, Baba Basar. That's where all the Rishonim talk about it. It's in Baba Basar over here in Nundal Nubes. That's the Sugya of Dina Machusadina. But this is the first reference in Chaos of Dina Machusadina. The question is, Amr Shmuel Dina Machusadina. Shmuel is the one who introduced the concept of Dina Machusadina, which means you have to listen to the government. And if the government is telling you, then, then you have to. So the question is, why are you allowed to lie to avoid taxation? You have to pay taxes. So the Gemara gives two explanations. So the Gemara says, Amr of Amr of Shmuel, We're talking about a case where the tax has no end, meaning it's unlawful. It's unlawful taxation. So it's not taxation, yeah. It's not tax, it's taxation without representation. Right? It's not taxation that, that has a limit. It's not like, okay, income tax is 20%. This is, the guy can just take as much taxes as he wants and there's no end. He can come back the next day and the next day and the next day. So basically, corrupt. it's corrupt. Corrupted taxes is allowed. To, then, then it's, there's no din machusadina on corruption. Another answer, by the way, who says he's a tax from the government? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tribal, it's, it's, it's the mafia. Right? The mafia also takes taxes, right? It's not taxes. It's no din machusadina. It's a guy who just comes and he's claiming taxes because he runs the town. He's not the government. He's not representing the government. So there's no din machusadina in such a situation. By the way, this whole sugya, obviously in America, it's lawful, so you do have to pay taxes. No heter. In countries in the past, sometimes it wasn't lawful, but to, obviously to extend it here is, is, not, uh, is not correct. But I will say this, the whole sugya of Dina Machusadina is very, very complicated, very complex, because then it's like, okay, so you're not allowed to jaywalk because it's Dina Machusadina, technically, yes. But I will say this, there's a sheet of uh, Rav Asher Weiss has a tshuva where he goes to the sugya of Dina Machusadina. There's a lot of things. But I will just say this, there's one sheet of Rav Asher Weiss that he quotes, I think it's the Ran. I, think, I don't think it's over here, I think it's above Vassar. It's just good to remember that he says that Dina Machusadina only applies to things that the government will actually enforce. Meaning, re- recycling. Okay, uh, from the government, you're supposed to re- recycle. Does that mean that if you accidentally put a, if you put a bottle in the trash, you either Dina Machusadina and you, someone could call the government? Of course not. Yeah, but it has to, no, but tickets. You get a ticket for that. Does that... No, okay, so maybe. It depends, on the, it depends on the level, but even then, one cup of... But the point is, like, jaywalking... You, I, I've seen again. Maybe it's different states. There are states where you could you jaywalk in front of them, not going to force it. You have to know whether it's dinu machusadina. My point is just the sugya dinu machusadina is very, very complex and it's it's very subtle. Rav Weiss has a lengthy tshuva where he goes through all the shittas, but you have to know. I I remember I once asked a, a, a big rav in the neighborhood, a competent rav, not uh, not uh, you know no no games, no about um, you know they have these they have these websites where you could stream uh, sporting events. It's already there. So the question was, uh, I, asked him, I asked him this. This is when Jeremy Lin was on the Knicks and uh, mm-hmm. MSG had been dropped by uh, whatever was in the neighbors. I was getting shyless all the time. From it's, you know, I have to watch Lin Sanity, so can I, can I walk? Can I? So I asked, <laughs> I asked uh, a big rub in the neighborhood. And it was just very funny. It was very funny describing the Knicks to him. Uh, you know, so he said, if you don't have to download anything, it's already there. He said, it's fun. Because he said, they're not going to enforce it for you. They might enforce the website. The website be shut down. But no one's going to come after a guy for going to that website. So again, you have to know these sugyas are, are complex. But, and it's not for now. This is Dafiyami. But the point is, this is the sugya of Dina Machusadina. It's the first time it's referenced in Shas. Okay, the rest of the... Let's go back to the Daf. So the Gemara says, Hey, Chinadir. So we said... 
you made a you made a neder that this is truma. The question is, how do you make a neder that this is truma? You you you'll say, I swear it is. That's a shavua. A neder is where you're asering something. How do I asser something that it's truma? So I said the case. The Gemara is Amrav 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 Yasu Paris You say all the fruit of the world should be asered to me if this is not truma. If this is not kingdom's property. So what you do is, you're proving that it's the king's property, you're proving that it's truma, based, obviously it's a lie, but based on, you're saying, all this fruit is also to me, if it's not. So here's the question. The question is, you're making, based on what you said, you said, again, this food is not truma, but you're claiming that it is to avoid uh, the pillagers. Fine. I get it, you're allowed to lie. Fine. Fine. So this fruit is not truma, but you're saying that it is. And how are you saying that it is? You're not just saying, I swear it's true. You're saying, all the fruit of the world is asa to me if this is not true. Based on what you said, all the fruit of the world is asa to you. So you're going to say, yeah, but I didn't really mean it. But so what? <laughs> we go by what you said. So the question is, if you use those terms, if you actually used a full-fledged nether term, which is that all the fruit of the world are asa to me if this is not true, then how is it taka, how is it taka not, not an actual nether? So the gemar, huh? What do you mean? That's what the Mishnah is. That's what the Mishnah is. No, but the question is, basically, what the Rishonim are going to explain is the Mishnah wants to speak out the Gemara's answer, which is the Gemara wants to speak out its answer, which is that while generally dvarim shebelev enum dvarim, we don't go by your mind, we go by your action. When it comes to these situations, we actually include your mindset. That's what the Gemara wants to get to. The Gemara, it's not there yet, but the Gemara, it's, it's getting to that point. It wants yeah, to get to that the point. The Mishnah's Chiddush was that these Nazarim don't count. So True, but, it, you, the, but before we got to this Gemara, the evolution was, we thought the case of the Mishnah was, I swear this isn't true, man. I was just lying. And the, okay, you're allowed to lie. The answer is, no, 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 you're not doing that. You're actually saying, all the fruit of the world are us to me. If it's not true, man. So the question is, so why are the fruit of the world not us to you? What you, you actually said is, if this is not true, man, that's Aser. Well, this is not Truma, so that should be Aser. So the Gemara eventually is going to get to the explanation, which is, which is what it wants to get to, which is that while in general in business, we go by your actions, not your mindset, right? If I sign a contract with you that I'm, 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 I owe you money or loaning or whatever it is, and in my head I'm thinking, I don't, I don't mean it. We don't care about your mindset. We don't go by your mindset, we go by your actions. Over here, your actions dictate that that fruit is also to you. So the Gemara is going to clarify, in a case of duress, we allow you to have your mindset change the, uh, the circumstance of the action. Under different levels of distress, because each of the three cases we have in the Mishnah are, are different degrees. First is a murderer, guy's going to kill me. The second one, he's not going to kill me, he's just here to rob me. And the third one is like, I'm sort of justified because it's an unlawful sort of a so, thing. It, it, <laughs> no, so, so the truth is, the truth is, it's a good point, but I, I guess you see from here, um, losing property, oiness of money would, would be allowed. I guess that's what you see. It doesn't have to so be. All three cases are the same, regardless Correct. of what the level Correct. of stress, the threat level is. It's Correct. The same. Correct. So the Gemara speaks it out. The Gemara says, Kivanam yeser itzer kolperi alma. The answer is, Baimer hayoim. The case is, the, by the way, the Mefarshim explained that. This is all just leading to that answer. The, the answer, the Gemara's first attempt is, you didn't actually say all the fruit of the world to be usher to me if this is not true. You said all the fruit of the world to be usher to me today if this is not true. So you already changed the Lashon to indicate that you don't actually mean this long term. You said just for today. And why would you do that? Because you, 
because you're under duress. Why is that? A, why is that a good? Why would the robber take that? As a oh, so the Gemara says, So the answer is a great point. Why would the robber? Like the robber, the robber's like, prove to me this is truma. You're like, all the fruit will be also to me today if this is truma. So the robber's like, okay, like that's not a th- that's not strong enough. So the answer is, You said in your heart. So your heart, you said today. Meaning, in your heart, you said this is not a real nether; it's just for today, as opposed to. Ver- but verbally, you said what, enough to convince to convince the robber. So the Gemara says, "Well, Vafagav, uh, huh? No, Even though when it comes to business, we normally don't go by your heart. Regarding duress, we actually accept what's going on in your heart. Meaning, in this situation, because it's clearly under duress. While you're forced to say the neder that you said, we accept that your heart wasn't in it. So regarding just for the day, or for the whole neder, the whole neder. So the, the, the day thing is just your way of showing that you're not really into it. It doesn't have to be today. You could have just said, "I don't mean this." That, that's that's what it seems like. So when you said today, it was just your way of saying, "I'm not really, um, I'm not really invested in this neder." Okay. So the Gemara says. Uh, then the Gemara clarifies. This is just a quotation of the Mishnah. I'm not sure why it's a full quotation of the Mishnah, but okay. Maybe it's taken out from the new Gemara. Anyway, so the Gemara says like this. Yeah, yeah, you should erase this entire Gemara. Um, because this entire thing is just a quotation of the Mishnah, it shouldn't be there. So let's start with the Gemara. Amar Avuna, Tana, Beishami Oymim, Lo Yiftach Loi Beshvua, Ubesil Oymim, Af Yiftach Loi Beshvua. Here's the problem. The Brisa says that Beishami says you should not you should not initiate a Shvua, meaning the robber comes to you and says, "Give me your money," and you're and you're like, "I swear this is truma." Beishami says, "No, no, 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 no. You swear if he asks you to swear. You don't initiate an oath." Basil says, no, you can initiate enough. Now, here's the problem with this. I'll just speak it outside and then we'll get inside. Beishamai says, you're not allowed to initiate a Shavuah. Basil says, you could. The problem is, it's a little misleading because Beishamai holds much more than that. Beishamai says, you can't initiate a Shavuah, which implies you could say a Shavuah if you're not initiated, which also implies that you're, not allowed, to, you're, you're allowed to initiate a Nether. Beishamai is very simple. You're never allowed to say a Shavuah, whether you're initiated or not. You're not allowed to initiate a neder. So when Beishamai says you're not allowed to initiate a shvua, that's a little misleading because that implies you could say a shvua if you're prompted to, but that's not true. And it also implies that you're allowed to initiate a neder. That's also not true. So like, it's a little bit misleading. Beishamai says, it should, it should say, Beishamai holds, you're never allowed to initiate and you're never allowed to say a shvua. You hear what I'm saying? It's, it's a little misleading in their actual shita. So the Gemara speaks this out. Bishamai, Bishvuhu de Liftach, Honether Yiftach, that the implication is that Bishamai is against initiating Shavu, but they allow you to initiate another, but that's not true. Hatan, Bishamai, Liftach, Lim, another. You're not allowed to initiate another. Vasu, another Kasha, Miftach, Liftach, Lebishavu, Homeder, Nether, Bishavu. Also, the implication is you're not allowed to initiate a Shavu, but you could say a Shavu. The problem is Bishamai holds you're never allowed to make a Shavu. So, what's going on here? Bishamai, Bechol, Nojin, Chutz, Mishavu. The answer is The answer is you're right. Don't deduce what Beishamai holds from the Brisa. Beishamai does not exactly hold what the Brisa implies. 
the Brisa just doesn't want, the Brisa wants to tell you a bigger Chiddush. Meaning, Beishamay Shita is, are you allowed to initiate another? No. Are you allowed to initiate a Shavuah? No. So why does the Brisa say you're not allowed to initiate a Shavuah? It should say you're not allowed to initiate anything. The answer is, it's trying to show you a bigger Chiddush, and that's Beis Hillel holds you could initiate a Shavuah. So it picked this Lashon, even though it's misleading for Beishamay, because it shows you what Beis Hillel Shita is about, which is, you're allowed to even initiate a Shavuah, which is the biggest Chiddush possible. So it is misleading, but it chose to be misleading regarding Bishamai to show how the extent of Beis Hillel Shita. Uh, one more answer, and that is Ravashi Amar Hachikitani Bishamai ain sheila b'shvua b'shulam ye sheila b'shvua. Another answer when it says lo yiftach le b'shvua, that means you're not allowed to initiate a shvua. What does that mean? So I thought it means the robber comes to you, puts a gun to your head, whatever it is, and you initiate the shvua. Rashi says, why do you think this is talking about a robber at all? Lo is a standalone halacha that's unrelated to our entire discussion, and that is, we know when a rabbi goes, he gives a Pesach, right? He gives a Pesach, right? You said you, you, you do Nidatar Zedarim, so he's Yiftach, he's Pesach, he gives a Pesach, had you known this? So if you remember, I don't remember when, this is your department, but we had a shayla of whether you're allowed to be mafte. We said in Ebraisa, you only make a Pesach if it's like those four Nidarim. There was a shayla in the Gemara, are you, is a Rav allowed to make a Pesach for, for, uh, for a shayla? Meaning, shayla, sh- a, 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 for a Shavuah. Shavuahs, shavuahs are much more severe because they have the name of Hashem. So we had a shita in the Gemara at some point that there was a certain Rav, I think it was maybe Rav, that he never did Hatara Sadaram for Shavuos. Never Lechachila. Bidiyevit, if he did it, fine, okay, it works. But he never initiates Hatara Sadaram for Shavuos. Because Shavuos have the name of Hashem. We don't initiate Hatara Sadaram for Shavuos. I'm not holding in Zerchu well enough to be in the Mesechta. Uh, I don't remember. It, it came up. Tezayin? Maybe. All right. <laughs> so, anyway, so basically, this Shaila of whether a has nothing to do with a robber. It's a standalone halacha. It's completely unrelated. And that is, do you do a tarasadarm for Shavuos? Beishamay says, no. It's not related at all. is not regarding the robber. It's, can a rabbi do psicha? Can he start the process of a tarasadarm by a Shavuos? Okay. Now, the next Mishnah, it's a short Amid. It's a little tricky. And that is, we're no longer talking about classic nadarim. You see, nadarim are assering things on you. We're now talking about hegdish. Right? Hegdish means that if you make something holy, it belongs to the base of hegdish. So you said the following. Okay. The Gemara explains the cases. The case is that there's a big storm coming. And I guess you're having an argument in your house. This is, I'm, I'm adding just to try to figure out how humans act. You're having an argument in your house about whether the storm's going to knock down the tree. Maybe the wife said you should have cut it down. You said it'll stand up. Blah, blah, blah. They're going back and forth. And you say the following. If it stands, meaning if that tree withstands the storm, if it's not cut down, it belongs to the base of English. Okay. So the halacha is, uh, or you say, or there's a fire, and you say, if my talus, if my shirt, my cloak, my, you know, whatever, if it's not burnt, it belongs to the Beis HaMikdash, and then it doesn't get burnt, and the trees don't get knocked down by the wind, they belong to Hegdish, and like a lot of Hegdish, if it's not a carbon, you could uh, redeem it. 
Now, by the way, it's just a little strange. The syntax is a little strange. Instead of saying Hareza Kodesh, it says Yeshlam Pidyan. It's a strange Lashon, but it, that's what it means. It means it has holiness. Okay. Now, what's the Chiddush? Why not? The Chiddush is, the Gemara is going to explain what the Chiddush is. I'll tell you outside. The Chiddush is the cases where there's a big storm. So it could be that when you said, again, what did you say? You said that if the tree is still standing by tomorrow morning, it's holy. It could be because there's a storm coming, you don't really think it's going to happen. So maybe you didn't really have Gemira's Das. Like you didn't really, you thought the storm was going to knock it down. So in your mind, you're like, it's gone anyway. But now that it actually withstood the storm, maybe you actually don't want it to be Hegdish. Kamashal, no, you said it's Hegdish, it's Hegdish. Now, over here you said, if, it, if it's until it's cut down. But he says over here, it says the Mishnah, Hare Natiya Se'elu Karbon, if you say they are holy until they're cut down, not if they withstand the storm, you say until they're cut down, they're holy, or Talazu Karbon Atsha Tisraf, or if you say the Talas is, is holy until it's burnt, go to the next page, Ain't Lahem Pidyan. What this means is, it's the same thing, but instead of saying, if it's still standing by tomorrow, it's holy, you say, it's holy until it's cut down. What you did is, you made it, not only is it holy, but it's so holy you can't redeem it. I'll tell you why. If I say this table is holy until it leaves the shul, so let's say it becomes holy because it's still in the shul, right? And I redeem it, it's worth 100 bucks, and I'm saying, holiness is onto the cash. I said it's holy until it leaves the shul. The second I redeem it, it becomes holy again, because it's still in the shul. Meaning if I said it should be holy until, if it withstand the storm, it should be holy, that's a one-time thing. It withstood the storm, it's holy once. You redeem it, holiness leaves. Okay. But I said it should be holy until it's cut down. That's a perpetual holiness, which means the second I redeem it, it becomes holy again. The second I redeem it, it becomes holy again. So you can't, you can't redeem it because it, it, won't, it, won't, it won't stay. Okay. So let's just start, let's start the Gemara. I went through the Gemara. The Gemara has a quick kasha. Instead of saying it's holy, it says pidyon. Yeshlam pidyon. It's a weird thing. Just say it's holy. That's the main point. Listening kedushas vena kedushas. It should just say it's holy. So the answer is, I did by the Missy Seva in Lam pidyon. The answer is, the end of the Mishnah wanted to say it doesn't have a pidyon because that's a big chiddish. Because it didn't want to say it's holy. It's not that it's holy. It's perpetually holy that you can't redeem it. So because it said pidyon, the end of the Mishnah said pidyon, the beginning of the Mishnah. Okay, fine. Now, Hey Nader, what did you actually say? Amra Meimar, Baimar, I mean, the cash is like this. What, what did you say? You said that if this tree is not cut down, it's going to be holy. Every tree at some point is cut down. I mean, every tree is, at some point, you know, they all at some point cut down. They fall down, whatever, they die. So what exactly did you say? So the answer is you gave a time limit. If it's still standing by tomorrow, if there's a storm coming, if it's still standing by tomorrow, it's holy. By tomorrow, if it's still standing, it's holy. So I think Shimi asked, what's, what's the Chiddush? Like, okay, you said it's holy by tomorrow. It's holy by tomorrow. Well, what's the, like, well, why does the Mishnah have to tell me this? The end of the Mishnah is a Chiddush because it's perpetual holiness. But the beginning of the Mishnah, you basically just said, tomorrow morning, if the tree's still up, it's holy. Tomorrow morning, tree's still up, it's holy. What's the Chiddush? So the Gemara says, Lama Lameimar, it's Pasha, Pshita. The answer is, Nefisha. The answer is, there's a big storm coming. And regarding the talus also, you have to say that there's a fire. So what's the Chiddush? The Chiddush is, You might think, again, what did you say? You said that if the tree is standing by tomorrow, it's holy. 
So tomorrow morning you go outside, it's standing, it's all these questions, pushes. Okay, you said your you said your terms and it fulfilled the terms. The answer is there's a big storm. So you might think that in the guy's mind, he doesn't actually think the tree's gonna be standing, because based on the weather forecast, it's gonna knock down all the trees. So he didn't really mean it. Because he thought from his mind the tree's gone anyway. But comes the next morning and he sees the tree up, and you may think that he could say, I didn't think that would actually be up tomorrow. So why doesn't he need a Hataris and Dharm like a regular nether to say, if you would have known that it would No, Kamash Malan, it's a full fledged nether that we assume oh, it that. Is a it is a full fledged nether. Kamash Malan, it's a full fledged nether. Now, the question is well, we'll start the next Kamara, we'll just get to the end of the page. The Mishnah said that regarding the table, the second case, Right, you say that it's holy until it's cut down. The halacha is you can't be poda it because the second you're poda, it becomes holy again. It's perpetual holiness. So the Gemara says Allah forever. So the answer is Amr of Papa, Padan If you redeem it, it becomes holy again. Padan So meaning it's perpetually holy until you cut it down. Now Niktasu, once you cut it down, then Paidin Pamachas Vidaye. Once you cut it down, it's holy again. But that holiness can be removed. Ula says no. Ula holds, once it's cut down, the holiness is automatically removed. So the Shaila of when you cut down, so let's say you said it's holy until it cuts down. right? So you're not going to redeem it because what's the point? If I redeem it, it's perpetually holy. So I'm just going to cut it down. So when you cut it down, is the holiness automatically removed? Or it's holy, you have to remove it once through Pidyan. That is a machlekes, but tomorrow we'll go through this last point again to... To clarify. Okay, stop it. Uh, My pleasure. I'm leaving the chat today. Recording stopped.